Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to Lewis Black's Rantcast number 18, where we roll into San Antonio, Texas, uh, one of America's truly great cities. The, if I may say, the margarita of American cities. I always love going there, and uh, this will be a a slight change in the way that we're doing things. We're going to be just doing uh, San Antonio, the rants that we did there, and we're going to begin to add the rants that have been rolling in from you over the past uh, six weeks or so, probably longer even, uh, as I begin to go through them. And it's high time that we start to get those out there. And uh, so we'll be adding those to the uh, the rant casts. And, uh, and I want to thank you one and all for uh, writing those. And if you, I'm sorry if it doesn't make it onto the rant cast, it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy them. It's just a matter of time, really. There may be a possibility at some point as I sit here, <laughs> and if the uh, if if the vaccine takes too long, since I'm in the high risk category, and if it, if, uh, if I have to wait a while for that vaccine, that maybe I can do a ton of them, and we can uh, just kind of find a place in uh, on the website where we, you can uh, go and listen to them. And I can do uh, do many more, and it'll keep me <laughs> keep me busy and allow me not to lose my mind as we uh, as we move now from uh, into a what appears to be uh, well is he uh, is he leaving isn't he leaving we don't know if he's leaving do we uh, because they're waiting around to see if something that has already happened really did happen this is madness on levels that uh, go beyond anything I have witnessed in my lifetime. And it is tiring, it is exhausting, and you put that on top of the cherry on the cake of a pandemic and uh, an economy that is uh, looks good if you're really uh, if, if 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 you're uh, you know if you're on Wall Street because nobody really uh, seems to be uh, in terms of the Congress paying attention to the fact that. Uh, there are people suffering out there and there are businesses that, you know, just like the airline industry, I have one of my closest friends runs a restaurant here in New York City, the beautiful West Bank Cafe, and uh, he's doing everything he can to keep that place open. He and, and uh, uh, they're doing whatever they can there and uh, trying to keep whatever staff that they can to keep it going and, and going into a heavier kind of a um deliveries and and there is just no help for them and uh and the and that those assholes in congress just sit there twiddling their fucking thumbs and it's tiring to watch okay you gave money airlines got money all the other ones got money well it's time for the mom and pops to get the money and it's time for the states to get the money okay and it's time for you fucking idiots to realize it's not just about uh, the stock market and it's not just because, oh, well, we reached an unemployment rate. Fuck you. I saw something I've never seen in my life. I've lived in New York City for 40 years. I lived in New York City, but it was, uh, it, you know, it was still kind of a shithole. When I moved into the East Village, they said, boy, that's the scariest place on earth. 
It was great. It was a great, scary place to live. And I'll tell you this. Uh, I saw something here. I walked out my door on um, on Sunday, and there was a, a line. Uh, for, it may have been Saturday. Who knows? These days blend together. It was a weekend. And uh, there was a line that started at the Seventh-day Adventist Church and went around the block and down to the uh, the pharmacy I was going to to pick up uh, prescriptions that I needed. And, um, and they, and, and those folks, my fellow New Yorkers were, were standing there, uh, on a food line waiting to get, uh, food at a church in, uh, the United States of America, while the president had nothing to say, except that he, uh, you know, except on Twitter that he had been he lost the election, and I'm sure if he'd won it, uh, they'd still be standing on that food line. Um, if that's what's happening, uh, then then don't tell me um, that it's you know that we we've, we've got to cut back on on how we help people. What is it like? Twenty three million Americans are in, and that and that and it, that seems to me to be low, but still staggeringly high. Um, seem to be, uh, you know, in danger of not having food each day. There's no reason for that. Not even, even in the midst of all of this. I, I wish that, uh, I, 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 my hope is, is my fondest hope is, is that uh, we've learned something from this experiment. And it was an experiment. Let's just elect some guy who talks like us. Well, that's why well, you don't elect some guy who talks like us. It's not the job. The job is to ennoble us, and that's the deal. And, and, and it doesn't have to be a guy either, okay? And let us uh, learn that uh, there's a reason that, that someone takes the time to, uh, to learn what public service is about. That someone takes the time to understand the workings of the, of the government. And, and I'm sorry if it scares you. I really am. But it's the only way this, uh, as I'm told time and again, it's not a democracy. It's the only way this republic works. Okay? So it's, it's time to move on. You, you, no more businessmen. Nobody who doesn't know what it's about. Nobody who uses it really for their own purposes. It's our country, all right? Whether we agree or disagree. All right, I have to fuck this nonsense. I'm babbling like a... No, I agree or disagree. <laughs> I'd like to be uh, funnier now, but a lot of what has occurred over the past um, past week is not funny anymore. I, there are people who've made great jokes out of it. I can't. Um, some people have been saying, boy, some of the stuff you've been saying in your Twitter is kind of like... Uh, Boy, it's a little up, upbeat. It's a little, it's really kind of uh, maybe even Pollyanna. And uh, they've been, you know, where are my jokes? Well, you know, sometimes I respond, <laughs> I respond sometimes in the opposite of what's going on. And the opposite of what's going on, I try to be a little more upbeat in terms of this because the last week was, uh, there's nothing funny about a president who uh, says, uh, he thinks that the election was fake and that he only that the only way it's not faked is if he wins. What kind of a fucking thing is that? Really? That's the only way it wasn't rigged is, is if you win? That's like saying I won. It's ridiculous. That isn't the way it works. Okay, guys? I know you wanted him to win. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. I was born and raised in Washington, and a lot of the shit that is going on has not been funny. We're in the midst of a pandemic. He's got nothing to say at this point. Why? What could he do? There's a lot of stuff that he could do. I'm not going to sit here and make this into a fucking civics class. That is not my job. All right? And if we don't go back to teaching civics or how our government works to, to our children, if we've stopped doing it, I don't even know if we're doing it. Whenever I go to a town, I ask, and some people think we are, and some people don't think we are. Well, we got to do it, okay? It's kind of important. It's important for kids to know so they know what they're participating in and so that they know if they want to change it, that they know how to change it. 
It's really unbelievable. As we swing between, you know, this, and in the midst of it, we're 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 moments away from a from a possible vaccine, and people can't get home fast enough for Thanksgiving. What the fuck is the matter with people? I get it. It's been hard. You know, it's another six, eight, ten weeks. Okay, calm the fuck down. It doesn't help. All right, please. You can miss a Thanksgiving, all right? It's not the end of the world. My family stopped having Thanksgiving because my mother couldn't cook, all right? I'm not going to go into the that. <laughs> it would just horrify you. But, you know, we can, we, you know, we're, we're, we're near the finish line, okay? But stop putting people in danger, you know? Put the fucking mask on to be sure, because that person that you might be breathing on and you might be giving this giving this this fucking virus to may have been able to have made it to a, a place where they could have had the vaccine and live for another thirty or forty fucking years or fifty or, if you, or my parents another thousand years. So please, okay. Enough is fucking enough, folks. All right? He made shit up. Okay? And we just aren't going to do that anymore. QAnon, all right? Can can they be sued? Tom Hanks is not a pedophile. All right? You want to argue about his acting? Go ahead. I get it. (laughs) He's got too many. He produces everything. He's on CNN. He's on this. He's on that. You know? Uh, but, But come on. It's, that's got to be, uh, what is it fucking called? Defamation of character, but that's not the word. Fuck me. Yeah. QAnon isn't slandering people. They can't be, you can't file a suit against these people for slander, right? Accusing folks of, of crimes they did not commit, not even close. It's It's absurd. To go that far, that distance, and have people follow you down that trail into the woods, boy. Somebody fucking has forgotten to drop breadcrumbs in the course of our lifetime. There's a, they're supposed to have dropped the breadcrumbs to get us out of the woods. Well, let's hope we can. All right? And if you're sitting there whining, going, all right, now we got a Democrat. Well, that's it. You asked for it. Okay? And don't tell me any more about, well, you know, I'm, I'm pissed because uh, at this point, um, I can't, I don't want to, I can't make jokes about, you know, numb nuts hiding out. And I can't make jokes about the new folks. I just want people to fucking pay attention and get shit done and let's move the fuck on. And let's act like reasonable fucking adults. Okay? Children are watching and listening and wondering. And I bet are fucking appalled. And I hope they're learning the lesson. Because my generation, there's a lot of them who have dropped that fucking ball. And it is disgusting. Grow the fuck up. Okay? Please. It's time for us to learn how to live with each other. We don't have to understand each other. We haven't. Don't tell me I have to understand. You have to understand these people. No, I don't. When was the last time they tried to understand me? Well, you're a socialist. You know, these people are socialists. No, they're not. I am. Do I expect you to understand that? No. I can explain it to you. Do I expect you to understand it? No. But can we live together? Yeah. Why? Because we both because we both suffer when we sit there on Sunday, and root for the Washington Football Club. Okay, that's what brings us together. To watch a team lose on a 59-yard field goal. All right? To the Detroit Lions, a team that generally loses on a 59-yard field goal. And And we have solidly replaced them. Thank you, Alex Smith. Thank you all for listening. I, I want to uh, remind folks uh, to when they, if they, if they would, when you send in your rants, if you could please tell me uh, what city you're in, or state even, 
it's uh, it's just nice to know it, it pinpoints things. Not in term we're not tracking you. I mean, it just gives a sense of of what you know of of what part of the world you're from, and it, I think it adds a nice touch. Or if you're from another country, and uh, and we love to receive stuff from for those of you out there who are living in uh, in you know, those of you who are citizens in other countries, feel free, feel free to come at us because we have been woefully disappointing. So uh, let us know what you're thinking. And uh, if I had a title for uh, for this, it would be from Shakespeare. And I've, I rarely have quoted Shakespeare. And I, now I'm wondering if what I'm reading is from Dickens, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's Shakespeare. Uh, the title of, of this one would be... Uh, of this Ramcast 18, and I've not titled any of them, but this one certainly is, now is the winter of our discontent. Hopefully we'll round a corner soon. Hopefully uh, everyone's uh, cart will be filled with food that they were able to afford because, uh, because we were able to take care of each other the way we should. Thanks for listening. This comes to us from Jason McDaniel. Hey, Lewis, greetings from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. What is the difference between a commonwealth and a state, you might ask? I have no idea, and neither does anyone else. Uh, But I digress. I was watching some football games yesterday, and during one of the commercials, there was an ad for Snickers. In the ad, they proclaim they are the official sponsor of the NFL. Okay, first of all, What the fuck does a candy bar have to do with football? That is like Trojan condoms sponsoring a Dungeon and Dragons tournament. It is two different demographics. Secondly, thank God they are an official sponsor. I wouldn't want to eat a candy bar that was an unofficial sponsor. I only make my snacking decisions based on what sports leagues they endorse in an official capacity. By the way, I apologize to the rest of the country for the idiots in my state voting for another six fucking years of Mitch McConnell. Thanks for the apology. (laughs) That's the only one I've heard. I've talked about this before. I performed uh, at the correspondence dinner, and uh, to my right was Vice President Cheney, who was the one I thought was was the scary one, but actually uh, he laughed at the jokes. Uh, to my left was Mitch McConnell, who is a sour, had the sourest face I've ever seen. When you are sitting at the front table at one of these things, your gig is to smile. No matter what the fuck's going on, no matter how stupid the joke is, that's your job. Pay attention and smile and act like you're having a good time. Not Mitch. I feel like uh, the problem is, is that his, <laughs> his mouth is connected to his ass, so if he actually smiles, uh, he'll shit his pants. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for reminding me of that moment in time, Jason. And uh, and if you can f- let me know what a difference between a commonwealth and a state is, uh, I'd love to know. I'm not. I don't have time to Google this stuff. I'm a very busy man. This is from John Hellriegel or Hellriegel. I'm sorry, John, if I mispronounced your name. It was written on November sixth, and it will uh, continue to apply. I think for. <laughs> Quite some time as we muddle through this next year, or two years, or four years, or six years, we'll muddle. Fuck! I am stuck in Seattle. I am surrounded by woke supremacists who are losing their shit because they insist white supremacists have surrounded them. The white supremacists, in turn, are losing their shit because they insist communists and Islamic terrorists have teamed up to destroy America with stuff like health care and brainwashing slogans like happy holidays. Well, fuck. All I can say is everyone has clearly lost their shit. Now all I think about are those stories of people who have forsook society and just wandered off into the wild. I finally get it. They were not crazy. They were the smart ones. They saw the problems first. They saw the ship was sinking and trying to warn everybody. They stood up and yelled, hey, everybody, holy fuck, the ship is sinking. But people didn't see the sinking ship. 
Half the people labeled them as arrogant snowflakes and insisted ships naturally lean severely to starboard like this. The other half just screamed, sexist, racist, then lectured everyone about how they checked too much baggage. Thus, these smart people did the most rational thing they could. They thought, fuck this and fuck you. They got into the lifeboats and were never, ever seen again. As if they were canceled, gone, like fireflies, because winter is coming. I get it now. This stark reality is all fucking shiny. It's just a reflection, a perception reflection. Fuck. I want a clean cup. Let's all move one Starbucks on. Fuck. Fuck it a fuck. Fuck, fuck. I actually catch myself hoping aliens will come take me away from this. So now I understand those crazy fuckers too. Oh, what a woefully enlightening time I get to live in. Maybe I should go to the mall and buy some fucking crystals and a Himalayan salt lamp to align my chakras. Fuck. No more malls. Fuck. No more stores. It has all become two-day fucking shipping. Now all my purchases and movements can be tracked and cataloged. Fuck ya. Who could have foreseen that the best way to subjugate Americans was simply to charge them for it? Huh. Well, I probably lost my shit, too. How would I know if I did? Oh, my. I can see by my watch I am late. I am late. I need to stop ranting, and some smelly guy is yelling at me. Are you on the bus, or are you off the bus? Fuck those dirty hippies. Fuck Nurse Ratchet. Fuck those flying monkeys and the fucking narcissistic psychos who keep training them. Fuck! It's time for me to drive around Seattle and stick MAGA bumper stickers on all the Prius cars I see, so that maybe, just maybe, I'll be lucky enough to see a person's head explode before the apocalypse. Congratulations, fuckers. You all get to be right. Oh, you're the winners. The horror. The horror. Fuck. Thank you, John. I'm going to read two in a row uh, that seem to go nicely together. Uh, and came in kind of back to back, one on one day and one the next. This is uh, from November 3rd from Mark Wright. I believe that was election day. Hi, Lewis. A recent disturbing headline is that gun sales are through the roof. In a series of interviews, persons buying them, often for the first time, cited concerns for protecting themselves and their property in the same breath. White supremacy, Black Lives Matter, racist riots, you get the picture. Here's a newsflash for my fellow citizens. Property crime and personal crime are not the same fucking thing. Look, if you want to own a weapon because you fear that your obese ass is so tempting out there in the hinterlands of bumfuck Wisconsin that a mob of differently pigmented persons are going to sneak into your house and start inserting things in your rectum, but fine. Buy your gun if you must. Just know that you are infinitely more likely to shoot yourself in the crotch than your perceived assault fantasy. However... If you think you need same said weapon because the mob is going to sneak into your driver at night and make off with your 2002 Toyota Camry loaded with empty roadies and more than a few cum stains on the driver's seat, think again, asshole. When the fuck did we conflate the two? Even those dipshit spaghetti monster in the sky, Old Testament reading motherfuckers should know what it says. An eye for an eye. Not an ear, eyes, nose, and throat for an eye. Son of a bitch! I know we're a society of materialistic, self-centered crotch goblins, but fuck, since when did the stuff you own outweigh the value of a human life? Isn't it gloriously fucking odd that the same people who conflate the two more frequently espouse being pro-life for a zygote, but will happily shoot someone hungry or desperate enough to steal a Snickers? Going back to the Snickers rant. By all major indices, violent personal crime has plummeted in the last 20 years, and yet gun sales have skyrocketed, which, to be honest, they would say it's because the gun sales have skyrocketed. That's what they say. You know, that's why it's dropped. Every perceived national crisis, 9-11, the Great Recession, electing a pigmented president, uh, the recording and broadcasting police slaughtering suspects for perceived and real property crimes, gun sales go up, 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 and up. 
Like the stock market is all based on an ever-fucking-increasing commodity of fear and deception. The same documentary that discussed the increasing weapons purchase ahead of the election interviewed a number of people, one of whom openly admitted to not fearing a differently pigmented horde of raiders in rural Wisconsin, but a mob of people from a different socioeconomic class. Son of a bitch! Do you think maybe we should have been a little more uh, on top of this shit? I don't know. And not cut the social safety net into confetti over the last 30 years? Food stamps are infinitely cheaper than prisons, dead bodies, and fucked up future generations. But no! Fuck that! Let's give Jeff Bezos a raise. Fucking assholes. Over the last 25 years, my home has been burglarized three times in two different cities. Not once did I wish the perpetrator dead, nor was I enticed to seek out a howitzer. Perhaps because that I'm comfortable with the size of my cot, or that I'm critically aware enough to know that stuff can be replaced. What I did do was notify the police, cooperate with the investigation, and go to court to see the guilty motherfuckers go to prison. The fact that every time we get a little nervous over a real or more likely imaginary threat that we reach for a weapon speaks very ill for our society as a whole. The most shameful thing about the imaginary, albeit theoretical threat about the U.S. having another civil war is that it's, it's not even for a new reason. Well, there were some moments in there I'm sure we'll be hearing about those, Mark. Thank you. And this came the next day. This comes from Rebecca Davis. Hi, Lewis. My mom is convinced the Democrats are coming for the gun she doesn't even own. When I try to assure her that no one is coming for anyone's guns, she says maybe not the guns, but they're making it impossible to get ammunition. Again, she doesn't have a gun. So fortunately, she doesn't need ammo. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Rebecca. This rant comes to us uh, from Melissa Bon, and uh, it's one of the, it may be the most recent. Uh, I'm reading it because uh, I've seen this ad on television, and I, I've had exactly the same reaction to it. It always appalls me. <laughs> so thank you, Melissa, for saying it so well. Fuck you, Tom Selleck, or however the fuck you spell your name. Magnum P.I. has no business talking old folks into signing their homes away in this reverse mortgage bullshit scheme. I liked you a lot better in a Hawaiian shirt driving around in your little red sports car, banging broads all over the island, you gun-humping, just-for-men-looking bastard. In case you haven't seen it, uh, he does a thing. It's kind of for an annuity, I think. It's called a reverse mortgage is what it is. And it's an ad that comes on a lot. And uh, there's no reason. Uh, he doesn't need the money. He does blue bloods. Blue bloods is a, it just makes cash hand over fist, to be honest with you. He's, he's had a great living. He's done, he's been a solid actor in television. Blue bloods, you get a royalty check. And I've had friends who've worked on blue bloods. Uh, and it's in a way, it's like the Big Bang Theory. It's the kind of thing that you show it a billion times and you keep getting checks. And, and it's, and it's an annuity, I guess. But a reverse mortgage, he didn't need to do this. I just think it's, I agree with Melissa, it's bullshit, all right? If, if you can show me that it's not bullshit, send it on in, all right? Do a rant for reverse mortgaging, all right? That somehow it's made it really great for you. I don't see how it works exactly because everybody seems to be living longer. If it, you know, my, I think if my parents, uh, with my mother still alive today, I, I don't know if it would work at all. At 102? Son of a bitch. Okay, uh, we're going to move on now. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're coming to you live from the from San Antonio, Texas. From the really beautiful majestic theater where people actually don't come to see me they just come to look at the inside of this theater which is literally one of the five most beautiful insides of any theater i've ever been in it's spectacular san antonio is the home of the spurs and uh a team that i've had a tremendous amount of admiration for it, and uh, and you did something really lovely for me on my arrival in town. You 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 did something that I didn't think was possible for any team to do. You lost to my team. <laughs> yeah, you lost to the Wizards, the worst the worst named team in the history of any sport. Uh, they just call them the Wiz, the Cheese Wizards. They're just awful, and I'm really, and I feel badly for you. If that's, if you lost to them, it's going to be, you got a long, dark season ahead. And uh, for those of you who've never been, I'm just going to repeat this. If you've never been to San Antonio, you fucking, you, you get here. Um, I used to perform at the River, River City Comedy Club. It's still here, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a beautiful town, and it's well worth your time. And it's, uh, and it's basically about uh, what happens. You know, in a lot of it is, is you've got cultures mixing together on a limb. It's, what's, it's why you just get here. Okay, because all this bullshit, like, well, what about and they come over the border and they do, shut the fuck up! Um, because it's really quite, it's really quite a, a, a fucking place. And it, uh, and it basically, all of the nonsense that you hear in terms of immigration and craziness and bullshit, uh, this, this place takes it and goes, hey, fuck you. But uh, that doesn't stop. Hmm? That, well, what was that? No, don't worry, they're not moving here. Nobody moves on my advice. <laughs> they go, He's like, he likes it, it'll, it'll be good for two days. No, I didn't tell them to move here. I just said, come here, don't worry about it. it there are places where people show up and then they don't go. This is just fucking, you, you'll, you'll know what to do to get rid of them. Just be mean. <laughs> when you've got a tourist, be nice for 30 seconds and then do what we do in New York. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get started because what's interesting is as is, uh, is, is great a city as this is, they, they really, they have a lot to bitch about. <laughs> this is Michelle Bozak. Uh, welcome to San Antonio, the city that's always under construction. Enough... <laughs> Enough tequila to put any fucker on their ass and hicks to jump into a shallow fucking river because of the tequila. <laughs> this is Brian Cordes. Uh, fucking road construction everywhere. It's gotten so bad every street leading to our home is being worked on, making a normally five-minute drive an hour of sheer hell. The town is eternally ten years behind the necessary road requirements for people to actually get somewhere within a fucking day. And on that subject, 
Someone please explain to me why they would get up at 5 a.m. so they could get on the road before traffic really gets bad, so they can fucking lollygag and putter around going 15 miles below the fucking speed limit. With no one in front of them, three lanes wide, all matching each other's speeds like a demented ballet. Designed to drive me Lewis Black insane. But other than that, it's okay. Every city I go to, every city, uh, the, the roads are, we, we will, we, every city, the roads are fucked. Every city. We, no, we will not deal with infrastructure until we actually, uh, the, the two parties agree on reality! This is um, Tim Lightfoot. What will you do for material when there's no idiot in the White House? Tim? Uh, Tim, uh, uh, I've been, every time when, when Bush left office, what are you going to do? Um, the great thing about our country is, is if stupidity were oil, we'd be the wealthiest country on the planet. <laughs> I don't have to worry. Stupidity will, it's like whack-a-mole. You boom, you get your know, whack, gone, and then six things pop up. <laughs> this is Axel Sobrino. This is all in caps. All these fat fucks in San Antonio are eating all the avocados and raising prices for the rest of us. She makes me feel badly that I ordered guacamole tonight. These two are back to back. They both express the same thing about different things. Bill Mello, which is an odd name for anybody. Mello, fuck. Uh, boy, Lewis, uh, my next door neighbor has a functioning toilet in his garage. <laughs> about, f what, what? You don't need to yell stuff, they can't hear you. You understand that? This goes throughout the world. And all they'll hear is, Wait a minute, I'm going to And if it's you, if it was actually Bill Mello yelling, then Mello is really not your name. Okay, my next door neighbor has a functioning toilet in his garage about 14 inches from his also very functional roll-up garage door. <laughs> is he a genius or completely fucking nuts? I don't think, I think you know the answer, Bill. <laughs> I think the question gave us the answer. And this is Kevin Geary, uh, my idiot friend, thinks, here's, here's, uh, thinks a flock of seagulls is a better band than you two. <laughs> can you, can you confirm this is proof he has a fucking head injury? A, a flock of seagulls, just of regular seagulls, is a better band than a flock of seagulls. <laughs> Matt Hemby. Matt, um, you're here? Are you here? Matt? You're here, right? Yeah, you are. I know you're here. You said you're here. Unless I fucking freaked you out and you drove home. <laughs> I'm, I'm only wondering because it says you drove from Austin to San Antonio. Uh, but I'm playing Austin tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I've had a real problem, which is not my problem. But there's not, we do everything that we can in terms of advertising. And if, if you didn't know I was coming to Austin, I really, I feel badly. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Uh, but I walked through this town today and six or eight people said, fuck, what are you doing here? <laughs> I drove from Austin to San Antonio on a goddamn school night just to hit three and a half hours of fucking traffic. I'm really sorry, Matt. I, I don't know how to make it up to you. Um, and I hope it's a nice ride home. 
This is Rebecca Bullock. Uh, I'm a teacher at a local high school, and this is a tough job because everyone thinks they know how it's done. Absolutely true. Parents and kids think they're the only ones I work with. Administrators beat teachers over the head with professionalism to get us to work 12-hour days. Everyone wants the impossible from the teacher. They want us to parent and teach and already be on top of our paperwork. Yeah, teachers get fucked in this country and enough's enough. Now, I'll repeat it again and again and again. They go that the, the great line whenever they try to raise, you know, the, uh, what the income is for teachers or what what should be done in terms of when they try to raise the budget for schools. Don't throw money at schools. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's where you throw money. OK, and those those of you who didn't applaud. I, I don't I, I don't even understand what you're fucking thinking. You throw money at schools. OK, that's what you do. And you don't. You don't do it willy-nilly, but if you expect people to fucking, if you expect people who are really good to be teaching, you don't give them shit pay, and you don't treat them like shit, okay? We have schools in this country that are absolutely spectacular. There's no reason that the public school system in this country cannot return to being the greatest public school system in, this, in the world. That's just the facts. It's not that tough, okay? All right, and I believe that. Or you can send your kids to private schools and pay $50,000 for that. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Unbelievable, it's unbe-fucking-leavable. I can't really, you're yelling stuff and I don't know what most people are saying. Give them basketball pay. Give them basketball pay. Well, let's not go crazy. No, I don't want to give, I don't want to give the football players that pay. So why would I give a teacher that pay? No, stay, stay calm. You know, I'm not, there's no, there's nobody's worth $16 million a year. Okay. She said, I'm barely worth 9.5. And that was stupid. No, you're worth more money, but Jesus, get out of the NBA. Fucking unbelievable. It's okay. Whew. All right. Um, oh, this one is Michelle Posick. Uh, this is, I'm sitting this one. This is so good, Michelle. I'm, I'm sitting next to my husband for his birthday, and he's on my fucking nerves. <laughs> Squeezing my fat ass and fat back, <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> these, these are real world problems here. <laughs> right here. Uh, boy, you guys got little, we, little feisty now, aren't we? <laughs> um, this is this is really true. This is I looked I looked her up. This is true. Kim Driscoll, looking forward to tonight's San Antonio show. As the mayor of Salem, Massachusetts, which she is, I'm sick and tired of the president's single greatest witch hunt in our history. Refrain. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Learn some history. My friend Kathleen Madigan came out immediately, stay calm, came out immediately with a great joke about that, the greatest witch hunt in history. You fucking idiot, they were burning people. Um, this, is, uh, this is from Francesca Santa Rosa. Hey, stop coming to Italy and asking for fucking fettuccino Alfredo. <laughs> Who the fuck is Alfredo? My uncle Alfredo is no cook. This is from Jaime Angle, I think, or Jamie, I'm not sure. I sent my daughter to A&M for a degree. She came home one year later with a damn dog and a husband. <laughs> now I'm going to be a fucking grandma. Well, well. Wow. 
Well, congratulations on that. You, you don't need to. You don't need to worry about paying off some loans. <laughs> You're just gonna have to, you know, wipe up the dog shit. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I like the fucking grandma. That's the, that's very sweet. And I'm gonna end with this. I, I wanna thank you all. You were terrific tonight. I was just reading tonight in 2011. I, uh, I, 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 was, uh, I was here and I had the worst uh, heckling in any room I'd had in a long time. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I did. No, it would have been better if they just yelled, shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, so I really ticked some people off. I said that, well, that one of the things that bothered somebody was that I said that uh, I was talking about that, you know, that we, you know, that we just cut taxes for about the 5,000th time for, uh, for rich people. And I said that we really can't do enough for them. And that maybe what we should have every year is a, in honor of rich people, have a rich people's parade. <laughs> so that hundreds of thousands of us can stand next to like a highway and six people can walk down and we'll wave. <laughs> And a woman in the front row, in the front row, started yelling at me. <laughs> Fuck, I thought it was a great joke. I'd forgotten I'd even told the joke. This is, uh, oh yeah, up to him. This is Wade, he's here. I'm from Canada. My rant is when fellow Canadians go to Mexico and brag about how fucking cold it gets back home to their cab drivers. The guy has heard it a hundred times and is pretending to be impressed. Nobody else gives a shit about us living in a frozen tundra. <laughs> Here's something for you to think about tomorrow. Why do they, what do they do with fucking gluten after they take it out of everything? They, they shape it into congressmen. I don't, uh, this is Eileen Fisher. Uh, I have ADD and I can't tolerate split attention. It causes me pain when I have to focus and people are talking to distraction. So I need to mute the broadcasters in the booth when I'm watching sports. When I'm watching stand-up stand and someone in the audience distracts, it causes me pain. This came up the other day in a completely new and surprising context, watching porn. Remember, this is from Eileen Fisher. I was sticking to the only kind that makes sense, and you'd think that when watching women masturbate by themselves, one wouldn't have to deal with distracting conversation, right? Wrong. Shh. Shh. This is a great fucking piece here, you fucking idiot. I got a woman talking about watching a woman masturbate in porn. You've never heard this before, and you gotta fucking pipe off, you fucking idiot? What the fuck's the matter with you? It's right here. It's why I read it. It comes from San Antonio. It's the San Antonio show. You had the opportunity to send something in, you brick. Son of a bitch. Now, fucking unbelievable. God damn it, I wait for things like this. And then I got you over there going quack, 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 quack. And to get through this, I was, I was sticking to the only kind that makes sense. And you'd think that when women, watching women masturbate by themselves, one wouldn't have to deal with distracting conversation, right? Wrong. The protagonist was about to get started when she broke the fourth wall and started asking, do you want to see my hoo-hoo? That's all that was necessary to totally distract me from what I was doing. And I had to fumble for my reading glasses, naked and horny, to mute the video. <laughs> Fuck! My hoo-hoo was distraught. 
Note to self, mute porn. No, that doesn't mean watch Helen Keller getting stopped. It means start the porn muted. It's been a pleasure, San Antonio. Take care of each other. We'll be in Austin tomorrow, and then we'll be on our way to Dallas. Please send in your rants. Thank you all for coming out. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.